It seems like shows like uh, American Pickers. Did any of you watch that show? Yeah, we've got some fans of American Pickers. How about the Storage Wars? Okay, we've got, we like Storage Wars. Uh, and then there's what? There's about 27 other shows that are just like those. They have a different name. But it usually has to do with people finding stuff. Um, they, there's, and here's the formula. There's a lot of junk, okay? And then there's always some treasure in the junk. And, uh, and I'm convinced that a lot of that stuff is staged. But I did read a story recently that, um, that, that is not staged. There's no way you could stage this. Um, someone sold off a storage unit at auction, and they found a collectible copy of Superman number one, and it belonged to Nicolas Cage. And it wasn't Nicolas Cage's storage unit, but somebody had stolen it from him. And, they, and so they, they, they recovered the lost item, because those were very rare. And uh, I think you've got the makings of National Treasure 3 right there, if you could, <laughs> if you think about it. It's about time for a National Treasure movie, I, uh, especially if uh, Nicolas Cage is going to keep buying expensive comic books like that. Our, our story, our parables today, come from that world of finding treasures. It's the world of trade. It's the world of business. Our characters in these parables, they're, they're workaday people, uh, just average folk, but they come across amazing discoveries. And we're told these stories because Jesus is drawing us in and he's telling us one more time, you know, the kingdom of heaven is like this. So here the parable that Jesus uh, brings us this morning from Matthew 13. He says, The kingdom of heaven is like a treasure that a man discovered hidden in a field. In his excitement, he hid it again and he sold everything he owned to get enough money to buy the field. Now once again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant who's on the lookout for choice pearls. And when he discovered a pearl of great value, he sold everything he owned, and he bought it. The kingdom of heaven is like this. Well, how is it like this? How is the kingdom like hidden treasures that, that people sell everything to own? How is the kingdom of heaven like a, uh, a pearl of, of great price that a man sells everything to purchase. Again, if, if we keep in mind that the parables come from the world of trade and business, these aren't people who are just shopping, okay? And the guy says, oh, I love that pearl, but uh, I'll, I'll go into debt. I'll hawk everything to own it. No, there's much more than that going on here. Th- this is a merchant who finds that pearl. This is a man who discovers a hidden treasure. And two common threads that run through this are discovery and value. And the kingdom of heaven has something to do with the part of the story where something is discovered and we determine that it's of great value. Now, I wouldn't be surprised at all if you're like me. And when you hear that first story about the man who discovers the hidden treasure, he does something very unusual after he discovers it, doesn't he? He puts it back in the ground. You know... 
somewhere in the Bible it says, finders, keepers, losers, weepers. It's in one of the Psalms, okay? Uh, you know, you've heard it your whole life, so it has to be in the Bible. Why doesn't he, when he discovers his hidden treasure, just tuck it under his arm, look both ways, and get out of town? He found a treasure. Well, there's something neat going on here. And uh, here's our artist's rendering of what's going on. We, We have this little character, and he sees a field. And the field, let's say, is selling for $500. Again, this is coming from the world of business. $500, let's say, is a fair price for that field. In fact, it might even be a little cheap. There's nothing nothing really special about that field. And everybody who walks across this field sees it, and they think, "Mm, that's a $500 field. Yep, $500. That's a pretty good price on that field. Yeah, what's it going for? Oh, I don't know. You know, a few hundred dollars an acre. Well, that's, that's that's a good deal. Now, our hero in the story knows something about the field that nobody else knows. He discovered that actually there's a treasure under the field. And let's say it has a price tag of $500,000. That means he knows that that $500 investment in that field is going to get him a thousand times more than what he puts into it. With that kind of a deal, selling everything, putting everything that he owns in hock to buy that field for five hundred. dollars He knows this is a good deal. And the image that comes to mind as Jesus is telling this parable is that as our hero is putting 500 simoleons in the hands of this this guy selling the field, he's sitting there (laughs) laughing all the way because he knows where the treasure is hid. It's, It's a discovery, and he's going to do what he can to own it. And he's going to make sure that he owns it outright. Now, we get stuck in the details. Why did he bury it? What's the Jewish legality of this? I mean, shouldn't he have told the guy that the treasure was under there when he buys it? Don't worry about that. This is a short parable. We're not meant to get stuck in those unnecessary details because the parable is saying there is action. Discovery of something valuable leads to action. Why did he buy the field? Because he knew its true value. How did he know its true value? He discovered it. And that ought to appeal to us in that sense that we have of finding treasures and finding great deals. You know, the story's not so far-fetched, really. Right out here on the east side of our parking lot, there's a piece of land. And when I first got here, that land was owned by, well, there was a woman living there named Mrs. Landrum. Mrs. Landrum lived there in a house, and actually at that point, the University of Arkansas, Fort Smith, owned the property, but it was in a living trust, and so they took care of the property for her. That's how I met Miss Landrum. Steve Dobbs, who was the gardener, if you ever watch that show, Oklahoma Gardener, you may have seen him, he's the host of that, but he was working over here, and he got to know Miss Landrum, mainly because she called him constantly and said, this needs to be repaired, this needs to be fixed, this needs to be repaired, this needs to be fixed. But Miss Landrum was dying. And Steve Dobbs knew that Miss Landrum needed to discover the value of the kingdom of heaven. And so he was talking to her. He introduced her to me. We were talking about her funeral. And during that, those conversations and during that time when I was brought in to conduct her funeral, 
I met her family, and I met many of her associates. She worked in different law firms around town. And then at the funeral, one of the stories was told that got everybody interested. You see, she had divorced her husband, and when she did, she converted all of of their property to cash. And she took the cash and hid it by putting it in a coffee can, and she buried it on her property. And, of course, everybody at this funeral is looking around at each other saying, where's the address? And the man said, don't worry, everybody who knows her has been over that place three times with a metal detector. And then, of course, I'm thinking, maybe the university knew what they were doing by getting that property. They had a little $20,000 bonus in it. I don't know. But the legend of the coffee can just emphasizes that even in this day and age, we can still have a discovery and we can realize, boy, if you knew that, what would you do to get that coffee can? Would you just run off with it? Or would you purchase the field? Or what would you do to acquire it? It illustrates that something can be worth more than what everyone else sees. And that's the way it is with the kingdom. Steve Dobbs and I were trying to get Miss Landrum to realize that the kingdom may be of more value than what she first understood. And maybe she did understand that. Maybe she did discover that. You and I sometimes see the kingdom and we may think that on the surface it's just an organization or we may even reduce it to a church or we may even reduce it to a religion and we don't understand the true value of the kingdom. And if you haven't been there yet, the thing that you're going to have to, discover, you're going to, have to do is discover the value of the kingdom and then acquire it. The second parable moves us into another discussion about value. You have a merchant who's in search of the best pearls. He's hunting. He's searching. He's looking for these pearls, and he knows what a perfect pearl looks like. He hadn't seen many of them. They're rare, but he knows what that top-grade pearl looks like, and it just so happens that one day he finds it. He finds a rare one, And so he's going to do anything he can to get that, no matter how much it costs. He'll sell everything to buy it. Why? Because it's worth it. And sometimes we hear this, that because it's the Bible and people are selling everything, we think, oh, the merchant became a monk. He decided to sell everything, and he's going to go live a poor lifestyle. He's going to walk around in sackcloth, you know, just asking for food. No, this is the world of trade. If you come across one of Nicolas Cage's stolen comic books, let me know, okay? you like that, wouldn't you, Carl? I mean, that'd be all right. Yeah, yeah. Let let Carl know. Carl and I may work on this together. But here's the thing. You know, and and you're not going to, it's not crazy if I decide to sell my car. I like my new car, but I'm going to sell that. I'm going to mortgage the house even, you know, to get Nicolas Cage's perfect condition superman number one the reason is in that story that i told you before nicholas cage paid one hundred and fifty thousand dollars for that that's an awful lot to pay for a comic book that's a bit ridiculous Uh uh-huh 11 years later he sold it for 2.1 million yeah that's ridiculous but if you're the one getting the 2.1 million you're going to take that ridiculous and laugh yourself to death that's great 
You see, the, mer- the pearl merchant knows that if he sells everything and gets his pearl, he's got something better than everything else that he owned. He's going to be just fine. Don't worry about the pearl merchant. Why does he do this? Because he knows the value. And that's why if you've got some of those old comics, you need to talk to some of us guys because we might tell you what you've really got there. And, uh, you know, my finder's fee is really good. We get caught in the details again. But the point is this, that the man is excited, just like the man who discovers the treasure, the man who discovers this pearl. He's excited, and he's willing to take action. Why? Because he understands the value. The kingdom of heaven is something where we discover the value. And when we truly discover the value, we take action. One of the reasons why our commitment might wane, and we all say this, you know, I wish I was more committed to the church. Well, you know what? You want to be more committed to the church? Be more committed to the kingdom. We say, you know, I'd like to be more committed to my family. I tell you what, you want to be more committed to your family? Be more committed to the kingdom. I'd like to do something that would really make a difference in the world. That's fine. Be more committed to the kingdom. Because if we understand the value of the kingdom, the kingdom is the only thing that's going to outlast this world. So if we stake our future on that, if we stake our future on that, on the kingdom, then it's like Jesus says, seek first God's kingdom. All these other things will follow. But sometimes what we have to do to really appreciate and discover the true value of the kingdom is we have to let go of those things that stand between us and the kingdom we can't discover it if we're too busy if the man had walked past that field and heard you know i heard there's a hidden treasure in this 500 hundred dollar field you know i can't do this i'm too busy why well i don't know i've you know kids have got to go to soccer i mean i've got to go you know it's just we're just too busy just too busy there's things that gotta be done got to take care of taxes i mean it's just stuff it's just business it's just business my favorite show's coming on i got to do this if the pearl merchant had just walked by and say oh man that's a really good pearl but you know what I got plenty of pearls, you know, I don't want to, I don't know, it's a bit of a risk. I don't think I'll take that risk. He moved on. But he said, but Jesus says, look at what they did when they understand the overwhelming value of the treasure and the pearl. They take action. They do something. And nothing keeps them. Not the new car, not the mortgage. Nothing keeps them from discovering the value of that. Two little simple parables, just a few sentences. What stands between you and the kingdom? Do your best to make a case for how that's more valuable than the kingdom. But I'll tell you this, if you pursue the kingdom, all those other things, even the things that we consider precious like family and friends, and they are precious, Jesus says you discover the kingdom, all those other things will follow. We have a moment here in our worship where we sing a song. Now, I want to ask, first of all, I want everybody to stand right now, okay? Just let's stand up. Let's, let's get comfortable. We call this the invitation, and we tend to think that this is for other people. We tend to think that this is for someone who has some special business. But I'm saying, if we've heard this parable and we understand it, let me ask you today, just right there where you're at, What can you let go of? What can you 
do to take action to discover the value of the kingdom. This is an appropriate time to do that. And if it means that you meet with the elders in room 100, then so be it. If it means that you want to come down here and pray with these shepherds, so be it. If it means that you're baptized today, so be it. If it means that you just own this moment and say today is the day that, you know what, I'm going to start this process of discovery. I'm going to take action. Then so be it. Share it with someone today. Just take action because the kingdom is worth it. I hope you discover the value of the kingdom. Let's sing this song and encourage one another.